What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Rookie Ball, the podcast where you want to go if you need to know anything sports or if you just want to hear my opinion on them. I, of course, am always your host, Phoenix Higgis, and ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot we need to talk about as I have been out uh, due to exterior reasons. So we are going to get into that and a bunch more. So without further ado, let's get it. So about a week and a half ago, almost right after the Pro Bowl games, uh, I do live in Texas, and the power went out for, for me at least, uh, about a week. Uh, and so when I did get it back, uh, it was Super Bowl Sunday, and we had just gotten our power back, and we watched the game. Um, and then I had to start working on some things immediately that had to do with my personal life and college and career. Uh, and so I missed a few episodes. I missed three, I think, where I just literally was not able to record. Uh, and then I did miss an extra episode, uh, and that was the NBA All-Star Game episode, or what was supposed to be. And so now here we are. Uh, we've missed some episodes, but we're back uh, so yes, it, it, it's not a big explanation of where I need to uh, like apologize if I just didn't have the interest. Uh, I genuinely could not record episodes. So we're going to catch up on everything that we've needed to talk about. Pro Bowl, Super Bowl, NBA All-Star Game, NFL Offseason. There's a bunch to talk about. So let's get into it. Let's talk about the Super Bowl first. Because uh, I, I think I have an overlaying discussion I want to talk about with the All-Star Game and the Pro Bowl. Uh, so with the Super Bowl, listen, I'm, I'm going to be straight up honest. It was a good Super Bowl. A lot of people were talking about the holding call at the end of the game. And here's my take on it. Was it a hold? Yes. And I, and I saw some people talk about it uh, and explain it very well. Um it, it was a hold, but in a moment like that, to let that determine the game, uh, it, it is it is infuriating to a point. Uh, because even though it is a hold, it's so minimal that it didn't affect the play. Uh, and that's where I sometimes get lost in calls like that, is that, that didn't affect the play in any way, even if he didn't hold Juju. Juju's not catching that ball. Um, so a lot of people were talking about how a lot of plays can affect the game, blah, 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 blah. Yes, I agree. If the Eagles had scored every single drive, they probably would have won that game. Everyone can say that. But here's, here's the real reason. If they don't call the holding there, the Chiefs most likely kick a field goal. They're still in the lead. But the Eagles now have a chance, a real, a legitimate chance to score with a little under two minutes left, uh, and they get the ball wherever it lands off the kickoff. Uh, so, so that being said, there was a very good comparison that uh, a, a media expert put on. Is what I was talking about is like you don't call in that moment. Someone could be speeding five miles over the speed limit. And you get pulled over by the police for speeding. 
Everyone else on the highway is speeding. There's someone going 10 over, there's someone going 15 over, 20 over. There's a man going 100 on a 60. But you get pulled over because you're doing five over. That That's my comparison. That is a very minimal hold and a big moment. While some people, <clears throat> the Chiefs in the Bengals game, um, <laughs> that, that are really, really holding or, or pushing in the back, and yet there's no flag there. Um, so I don't believe that the NFL is fully scripted. Like they put that moment in there and, and wrote that in. And they said from the beginning, the chiefs were going to win the Super Bowl. No. Um, but do I believe there's are some incentives put out, uh, especially during the game to lean one way to favor one side? A little bit. And does it ruin the experience? Yes, to to a degree. Um, but overall, I did actually enjoy watching this game. Uh, I enjoy a lot of offense. I, I do like some defense. And listen, the Chiefs really put on some defense in the second half of this game. Um, but, but it was really enjoyable. I thought Rihanna's performance was... It wasn't great, but it was good. Um, it... it it's not going to be near like the top of list of Super Bowls of all time. If you're genuinely asking me, I know some people may have different opinions on that. Uh, I did enjoy watching uh, last year's Super Bowl more, uh, even though it did kind of end in the same way uh, uh, in terms of a holding call that kind of decided the, uh, the outcome. But overall... It was an enjoyable Super Bowl. I just, I do think it had a lot to do with me not having as much interest in either team uh, winning. And I think that's what it comes down to is I feel like in years past, I have had a team that I do want to see win the Super Bowl. Uh, but I'll give it credit where credit's due. Up until that, that holding call, there were exciting moments to watch in this game. But let's get into kind of my main thing I wanted to talk about this episode. There has been a lot of complaints uh, f from all the sports world about all-star games, Pro Bowls, etc., etc. And I agree. Uh, the NFL Pro Bowl was absolutely atrocious. Uh, I do believe it was slightly better than last year, but still not great. Uh, the MLB All-Star Game has completely gone down the drain. That's not fun anymore. And then I did watch the NBA All-Star Game for the first time in my life. Like, actually watched it live fully. And it's fun. It's fun. Uh, I also watched the three-point contest and the slam dunk contest and the skills challenge. And listen, the dunk contest has, has s tremendously gone down. Uh, since 2016, but it is still extremely more entertaining than the actual game of the NFL and the MLB during the All-Star Weekend. And, and why is this? Why does the NBA figure ways to make it more exciting? Because they've added things, and, and they're good things. They've added the, the long-range ball in a three-point contest, They've added all these rules in, in the All-Star game and in the um, 
and and in the uh, skills challenge as well. And the NFL has also tried this. It just hasn't been as successful. The NFL Pro Bowl games were not good this year. They were more exciting than actually watching the games. Uh, but yet, they, they weren't exciting in any way. Here is the problem. The NFL is in a situation where there are certain things that would be really exciting, like doing an Oklahoma drill or, it, it, you know, it's, it's stuff like that that is way too violent and, and way too injury risk uh, for the players. And then you've also completely taken out the idea of defense uh, in the actual game. And the NBA has done that as well. And, and while I add, if there was defense in the All-Star game, it would be better. But you're kind of at the standpoint where it's just not going to happen. Uh, and so here's, here's my proposal. And it's obviously the, the NBA and NFL aren't listening to me delegate this conversation. But just here's where my mind is. Uh, years back and years past, uh, the all-star game for some of these sports have decided where the championship game is played. It's like with the MLB, if the NL or the AL wins, that is who gets home field advantage in in the eventual championship game, the World Series, the, the Super Bowl. The, yeah, exactly. And while I believe that it should go to the team with the higher record. Uh, I think that's how it should be. There was at least an incentive back then to really compete, to really try in your all-star game, because if you were on a competing team or if you felt like your team could truly make it to the championship, you wanted to win that game so that you could have home field advantage. So obviously you can't bring back the home field advantage because I agree with the point of... of... Uh, of the better record team should get the home field advantage or alternate year by year, whichever you decide to do. I, I think that's the fair way to do things. But adding some type of incentive or reason to win this game will bring back the excitement and the passion in it. And, and I think a lot of people are ignoring that simple solution. Put money on it. The NBA puts charity on it from the captain. So the captain has incentive. And you could tell, obviously not this year with Giannis, but in years past when he has been captain or when LeBron was captain this year, they're putting actual effort. They're putting a lot of energy and some of their most electric plays to try and win the quarter so that they could win that money for charity. Um, and so just stuff like that. If, if you put a money incentive, if you put a charity incentive... If you put, if you like actually make it so that the all-star game MVP, that moves towards their push for an actual MVP. Like that is part of their resume. Like, oh, look, this person performed the best out of the best players. And that makes sense just right there in that sentence. The best player of the best players. That should be on their resume. It shouldn't feel like it's just a push, like, oh, yeah, they did win an All-Star Game MVP once. No, 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 that's, like, a legitimate thing. They won All-Star MVP. They were the best player out of the top 15, the top 50, the 
players in the world in this league. And so I think adding some type of incentive to either win the MVP or to win the game is is the way they need to start going because you're going to run into this roadblock for the next year and year and year. And eventually it's just not going to be, I mean, it right now, at least for the NFL and the MLB, it's not profitable to do these games for the NBA. It still is. People are going to tune in to watch the dunk contest. People are going to tune in to watch the three point contest. And you know what? Even for the MLB, people are going to tune in to watch the home run derby. I, I genuinely think in terms of non-all-star game festivities, but the Home Run Derby and the Slam Dunk Contest are are the S-tiers uh, of these games. So people are going to tune in to watch those. But for the NFL, the viewership on the NFL Pro Bowl games and the Pro Bowl uh, were low. And it's not profitable uh, with the money that they're spending to do these things. And then with the MLB, really everyone is tuning out after the second or third inning because then it starts to become the reserves and they're not matching up against the all-star pitching uh, because it's the best pitchers against the best hitters. And, I, you know, if you're facing the best pitchers day in and day out, your stats are not going to be that good. That's why they have the fifth rotation guy, and that's usually the guy that you can smack on. Um, but with the MLB All-Star Game and the NFL Pro Bowl game, uh, it, it's not profitable at this point. And eventually, if you don't make any type of change that gives the players incentive to play in the game, to put effort in the game, to really have a reason to win, uh, it's eventually just going to need to become voided. Uh, and you're just going to play regular games during that day because that's what would actually profit uh, your brand. But listen, uh, I am obviously not the expert on this world of of uh of all-star games and pro bowl games i don't know everything that goes on i don't know how much exactly money the nfl made off their pro bowl games compared to the nba and the mlb and the nhl uh and eventually i will watch an nhl all-star game to see how it compares um but yeah uh that is my that is my sense on it uh so we are now in a spot where the nfl is done uh and we've talked about this is an nfl podcast so what does this mean for rookie ball uh coming up the it means we are gonna go down to one episode a week uh we are gonna go down to just tuesdays and the reason for this being is i believe we are going to be able to keep some type of content going uh with the nba i have really gotten to the nba this season uh, we still will be primarily an NFL account, uh, so if there is any news and free agency or or uh, draft, etc., etc., that will be the front of the news on this podcast. Um, but if there is something electric going on in the NBA, which that's why I'm putting it to one episode a week, is the higher chance of something happening in a full week of sports. So I'm going to leave it up to a one episode per week if there is any nfl news that will be the first thing addressed in the episode that will be the main section of the episode but if there is any news to report or any opinions i'd like to talk about with the nba i will address them so 
that is all the time we're going to have for today's episode. I know it was short in terms of a lot of things that need to be addressed. But listen, the Super Bowl was good outside of, of course, the end of the game. The the All-Star games in general just need some type of fix. Uh, and there hasn't been any crazy notable news so far in the NFL world. But franchise tag players have just been made available so we will get some news on that soon and that will be addressed next tuesday so yes i won't be the first to the news but i may talk about it on my twitter or any other media if you want to check it out at rookie ball pod one so i truly hope you guys enjoyed this episode and you have a great rest of your week and i will see you guys on the flippity flip get out of here